It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Hump Day! Hump Day! Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony Totri. Joined for the second consecutive day, Mr. Eric Ruby over here Let's to my it, right. Your left, we got Danielle behind the Mac DJ Danielle for another great episode of the PHNX Sun Devil Show for you guys. We have a hell of a lot to get to today. We've got maybe some holiday discussion at the end of the program. We'll see if we even get that far. Uh, if you didn't know, Antonio Pierce, a former Sun Devil coach, is uh, he's got the keys to an NFL franchise at this point. So we're going to get into that as well. But first and foremost, Eric, giant, giant news. The Big 12 announcing the football scheduling matrix for 2024 through the 2027 seasons. We've obviously got the schedule in the list of the opponents that Arizona State is going to be taking on. We'll get to that here in just a second. But I am curious, first off, just your initial reaction to what you saw from some of these teams, where Arizona State is going to have to be traveling for for some of these road trips, and then obviously the teams that they will get at home. Look, it's a good schedule. It's a, it's, it's a solid schedule. Like, it's weird to look at one and not see all the Pac-12 schools and kind of think about, okay, no trips to California or to the Pacific Northwest. But look, the important one, you got U of A in there. Every single yeah, year, that's yeah. not changing. And there's some good football teams. And with the way that ASU is trending upwards, I'm thinking by the time you get to 25, 26, these are going to be some must-watch games. I'm pretty oh, excited about it. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and take a look at what Arizona State has on deck, at least in 2024. They've got BYU at home, Utah at home, Kansas at home, and then UCF at home. The road trips for the Sun Devils in 2024 are going to include Arizona, like Eric mentioned. They've also got road trips taking on Texas Tech, Oklahoma State for the third consecutive season, Kansas State, and then the Cincinnati Bearcats. Just taking a look at some of these 2024 matchups. I'm going to be honest, I am super Super excited to see Arizona State on the road against Kansas State next season. And then at home, I mean, come on. The 2017 national champion UCF ninth. Like, come on, man. <laughs> this is this is exactly what Big 12 football is made of, right? It's these teams. And looking at these schedules, if you if you throw away Utah, like, there's no Washington here. There's no, no. Oregon here. There's no. no USC here. Like but this they're, they're good teams. Wide open. They're good teams. They are. That's the thing is they are not going to look. That was the big fear, right? When 
everybody was breaking up and, and teams are going to different conferences. It's like you don't want to end up in the conference where it's yeah. kind of embarrassing to play in that. Yeah. Of course, this is not that. I Look, some of these teams feel like those sneaky teams that are going to be top 25, top 20. Oh, yeah. You know, like your Kansas States are always kind of in there. Cincinnati, when Emory Jones is in the quarterback, will probably be in there. At some point, you're going to need to name the Oklahoma State-Arizona State game because it's going to become like a rivalry when they yeah. play every single year for the next 100 years. Uh, but I look, it's so early, and you're still in the middle of this season, and Dillingham is still so early in the rebuild. Yeah, You can see good, successful seasons out of this and like ones that could garner like respect yeah. and attention, not just, oh, there goes ASU beating up on so-and-so and so-and-so. Like, they're good teams. Plus... I do enjoy the three other former Pac-12 teams are going to be there yeah. as well, just to bring a little sense of like, all right, there's some history yeah. between these programs. Absolutely, and you're bringing in a bunch of teams that I think are all kind of on the up and up outside of Utah, which is already a pretty established program. A couple comments in the chat. Glenn saying, no pods. Yeah, no pods, no divisions for the Big 12. There was a lot of rumor that they would potentially go to maybe two eight-team divisions or potentially separate it in four by four pods. Uh, we will get into our thoughts on no divisions, on no pods in just a little bit. But going back to the scheduling and the opponents that Arizona State is going to take on in 2024, we'll get to the 2025, 2026, and 2027 here in a second. But looking at the one specifically for 2024 and then where the Big 12 is at right now, right? I think the really unique part about this 16-team conference that you're getting next season is similar to what we've already kind of discussed with there not really being a powerhouse football program in this conference. There are a lot of teams that have their moments. There are a lot of teams that find themselves in the AP Top 25. So getting the chance to take on some of these teams year over year, I think is going to be really big for Kenny in this program because the exciting part about the Pac-12 this season, right, is the fact that you've got so many ranked teams inside that AP Top 25 and potentially the CFP rankings. That's what you get, I feel like, with this Big 12 16-team conference, right? You get teams like a TCU that are just a year removed from a, a national championship game. You've got Kansas State, like Eric said, is constantly in the AP Top 25 Utah, Oklahoma State, everyone knows Colorado. Cincinnati has Cincinnati. had success, like a lot of success. They were a recently, team, yeah. a CFP team. Like there are a lot of these teams. Iowa State, when they had Brock Purdy, they were an AP Top 25 team pretty consistently. Texas Tech, we know what that program is. Like Kansas is a football school. Everybody knows this. <laughs> Everybody knows that the Kansas Jayhawks are known on the gridiron. That's what, is, okay? that, is that what the streets are saying? That's what the streets are saying. Streets I put my ear saying, down to them. They say Kansas is a football school. Sorry, wow. Kansas. I don't know what streets you're on, but those ones are weird. Those are some weird streets. <laughs> Taking a look at what Arizona State has on deck for 2025. Sunnival fans can look forward to teams like Arizona, Texas Tech, TCU, Houston, and then West Virginia coming to town, those Mountaineers. And then in 2025 on the road, Arizona State has to kind of go all over the place. They got Utah, Colorado, Baylor, and then they are headed to Ames to take on the Iowa State Cyclones. Uh, is there any of those road matchups specifically in 2025 that you'd be excited to maybe go to? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question <laughs> because I was actually sitting here ready to kind of defend Ames, Iowa. Oh, not, my God. Look, hey, hey, I'm going to be honest now. Look, I, I'm not a liar, okay? I've never been to Ames, Iowa. Oh, have you been to Iowa, period? No. Okay. However, when all this Big 12 stuff happened, I had a lot of people in, in comments and stuff say like, hey, man, like, don't don't sleep on Ames. 
It's actually a fun football experience because, look, if you're going to Ames, Iowa, you're not going to Ames, Iowa to go chill beachside, obviously, or to go on vacation or or whatever. Beachside. You're going to watch a college football game. Yes. The best place to watch a college football game are the cities, the towns that don't have a lot of other stuff going on because that's the event. That's what I feel like it would be like in Ames, Iowa. Baylor, I sure, I, I think that that would be pretty big, but there's just like almost like a, a, a culty feeling from some of those Iowa football oh, schools. And my, Daniel, you're laughing at me. You're laughing at me. Am I wrong? Yes, yes, you're absolutely yes, wrong. wrong. So I am devastated personally that we're losing the Pac-12. Just be, not. I don't care about the schools. I just care about the destinations. We're losing Seattle. We're losing the Bay. I don't like Los Angeles, but you can still go to Disneyland <laughs> I'm if not you're like there. We're, we're that losing Ames, all Iowa. of these great destinations for Ames, Iowa, and Waco, Texas. Okay, look, I, Waco. You can go check out what what is it, like the Magnolia Home thing. Where you're asking yeah. the wrong person. Oh no, there's like some like home interior thing or something like that. Like people can go check out. But I look. I'm not sitting here being like I'd rather go to Ames than Seattle. Look, like I'm not crazy, but I, it should be, it would be you fun. You get great college atmospheres in 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 Seattle and like Eugene, and they're beautiful. Not Iowa. We 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 we're stuck in the past, guys. You, you can't live in the past anymore. Okay, the Seattle, Eugene, all that stuff's behind us. Okay, outside of us trading Max and sending him to Pullman <laughs> yesterday, he's the only one that's going to be in a Pac-12 city uh, this time next year. So like. This is what we've got. This is the new experience. And I think for a lot of Arizona State fans and Pac-12 fans in general, their their experience with some of these other schools is unique and it's going to be unique because, like you said, Eric, like there's not a lot to do in Ames, Iowa. But the tailgating experience for some of these games, the fact that they're able to sell out so many games, not just in Ames, but all across Big 12 country, is because people ride or die for those programs. Oh, yeah. And I think there's something that Arizona State fans and just Arizona fans in general could could potentially gain from constantly going to some of these road trips. Who do you think is like the most likely new rival for to Arizona emerge State. for Arizona State because of course you've got U of A, Colorado, Utah. Like, there's going to be history there, of course, with U of A. But looking at like you see, like is ASU UCF going to be something? Like, it, it, there's a, there's a lot of potential ones. You you could you could argue the ASU UCF uh, rivalry. You've got the heaven and hell rivalry between ASU and BYU that I think might be fun. Um, wait that's actually such a fire name <laughs> heaven and hell wait wait okay i think that's it <laughs> i think i think because you don't even find like two more culturally different schools oh than- absolutely than arizona <laughs> state and byu they play oh my gosh so the, the i love that the interesting part about the way the scheduling matrix works is that arizona state will play arizona all four of these seasons right but looking all the way through they've kind of broken it down to where arizona state is gonna play Three other teams, I believe, three out of those four years. Those teams include Texas Tech. They include Utah, I believe. Um, Let's see. Yeah, so Arizona State is going to play Texas Tech in 2024. They'll play them in 2025. They'll play them in 2026. They do not play them in 2027. And then some of the other rivalry schools that I guess that Arizona State will be playing. We brought up Arizona. I'm trying to look at this graphic just to see. Colorado is another one. They will play three out of those four years. And then, am I tripping? Is it Utah that they'll play? They'll they play. B, they'll play oh, BYU, no, BYU. Three, year, three out of the four yeah. as well. Just twenty twenty five is when they don't play BYU. 
but I think U of A is the only school they're taking on four times. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, BYU is a good one. I'll be honest. I've said for a while now, I think Arizona State and Texas Tech are very similar programs um, just in general. And I think they have created those two, those two when they've played in the past for football have been so damn fun. You look at that Kalen Balaj versus like Patrick Mahomes game. At Sunnable Stadium. That, that was such an incredible game. That might have been I the greatest vivid, college football vivid, game I've ever been to. Vivid memories of that game. I was watching it from a dorm room, but I wasn't. <laughs> I, I don't think I was even in college yet, actually. Uh, I think I was a senior and I was visiting somebody. Oh, God, that was um, such a great game. But, yeah, just to watch Patrick Mahomes and be like, hey, it, this guy's kind of good. <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> who, who is this guy? It was amazing. He was absolutely amazing. And then I believe the following year, Arizona State went and took on Texas Tech. Um, on the road and Nick Shimanick was the quarterback and dominated uh, Arizona State's defense at the time but they've just created they've they've had so many fun games that I think that could be a potential rival Uh, like you said BYU is definitely could be a fun one the memes are endless with they're already starting (laughs) they're already starting in the chat we've got a ASU versus BYU dry heat is greater than a dry state oh my gosh um Glenn says no long beer lines with BYU and Utah comes to town next year so that positives guys positives (laughs) yeah Joe in the chat we need to dump some of these out of conference games in Texas to schedule our old Pac-12 buddy yet so for the 2024 non-conference schedule, Arizona State is going to be taking on Wyoming. They're going to be taking on Mississippi State. And then they also have a game with Texas State. So those are Arizona State's three non-conference games for the 2024 season. Um, and I believe they are home for Wyoming and Mississippi State. And then they take on Texas State on the road. But getting back to what this Big 12 scheduling matrix looks like for 2026 Arizona State is going to be on the road against the Wildcats, BYU, Texas Tech, Kansas, and UCF. That one has Arizona State all over the damn country. And then they get home in 2026. They've got Kansas State, Oklahoma State, BYU, and Colorado. I'll be honest, the 2026 and 2027 seasons, that to me just looks like the most gross of these four years. Just with the the sheer fact that you are traveling at one point, Tucson to Texas to Kansas to Provo to Florida all in a season. You've got to travel. I would love to see how many thousands of miles that is or hundreds of miles. I guess it is a ridiculous number for a team that is on the West Coast in Arizona State. Then you look at the home games and that's just like a weird like accumulation of teams that Arizona State is going to be playing It's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take a little bit of time to get used to these schedules. Maybe by 2026, 2027, it's second nature. But right now, yeah, we're looking at it. Guys, Arizona State is going to play Kansas in football multiple years. So <laughs> like, like it's 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 strange. That was, was that not like one of the biggest, biggest complaints or worries when it came to changing all this is the student athlete travel and think about it not just for football who's going to be playing every week which you have a little bit more time to kind of go and prepare and travel and get yourself there like these are the schools that they're going to be playing in other sports as well like this is the conference that they're in like get used to seeing like all right asu volleyball is on the road in in west virginia like that like that's gonna that's gonna be the way of the way of the world for asu for however long yeah (laughs) it's it's so so damn strange to see i do have a question uh that i have an answer to i'd love to hear your take on it before i get to that let's go ahead and see what arizona state has on deck for 2027 
at Sun Devil Stadium. Yes, I'm calling it Sun Devil Stadium. They have Arizona, BYU, Utah, Cincinnati, and Iowa State. And then on the road, the Sun Devils have Colorado, TCU, Houston, and West Virginia to round things out. My question to you, Eric, is looking specifically at the away schedule. Arizona State took on Dion Coach Brian Sanders in Colorado in 2023. They don't take them on in 2024. So the next time Arizona State sees Coach Prime is going to be in 2025 in Boulder. The question is, is Coach Prime still there? I was thinking about that. Because you look at these schedules and you just say, okay, who, it's way too early, but like, who could be a problem? Or who could you look at and say, who would ASU like struggle with? Yeah. If Dion is still at Colorado, which I don't, I don't know, I would say no. Because I think give him one more year at Colorado, have him take it from this year, turn it around, get some offensive linemen, get a bunch more recruits. Like Shadur will probably come back just to play with for Dion one more year. Yeah. After that, Florida State might come calling. Like I know Nick Saban said he's a huge fan of Dion Sanders, and I just I wouldn't put money on it. I wouldn't put money on it. Like Give them another year after that, I'd say. If you're a Colorado fan, prepare for somebody else. Hey, maybe Antonio Pierce will be ready to come oh, back to the God. college football scene. Like if you're uh, a Col- by then. <laughs> if you're a Colorado fan, what you're hoping for every single week is that Mike Norvell and the Florida State Seminoles continue to be good at football. And next year, when Jordan Travis is gone, you better hope that they're still good at football because if they suck... Like Eric said, Florida State might come calling, trying to go ahead and nab Deion Sanders. But just to recap, some of these 2024, 2025, 2026, and 2027 opponents. Let's just recap that 2024 schedule since it is on deck. Arizona State will take on BYU, Utah, Kansas, and UCF at home. On the road, Arizona State has got the Wildcats, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, and Cincinnati. So, Sun Devil fans can definitely get locked and loaded for some Big 12 football next season. It is bound to be a hell of a lot of fun. We're going to continue our conversation on the Big 12 scheduling matrix here in a second. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about our friends over at OGs. Guys, last night, a rough, rough night for Arizona sports fans. The Suns blew a, what was it, a three-point lead with 11 seconds left to lose in regulation. And then the Arizona Diamondbacks um what's what's they got their ass kicked pretty much that's what happened we don't need a score that's that's what happened last night but it's okay because after all that happened i went over to my desk in my room grabbed a couple of ogs i needed one ogs for the suns and one ogs for the diamondbacks popped them both in without with without a doubt and within an hour i was scrolling on tiktok forgot anything even happened and i was in my own little world guys ogs that's what they do they bring you into your own little world of fun and they've got some really dope deals get 25 percent off any ogs products at your neighborhood zen leaf location from now until november 30th when you place an online order and use our code just head to www.zenleafdispensaries.com find your closest location order your favorite ogs gummies for pickup and enter discount code phnx at checkout this deal is exclusive to our phnx listeners and a reminder it is only available for online pickup orders Discount code PHNX is active until November 30th. You know the best thing about living in Arizona? 
It's about right now when the weather oh, yeah. cools down a little yeah, bit. It's beautiful. You can walk outside. It's like 70 degrees. And you're just like, oh, man, like it feels nice. But you know what doesn't change even when the weather? The sun. It's the sun. It's, the sun. it's bright. And I don't I, like maybe I'm tripping, but I feel like the sun's just getting brighter and brighter. Are you sure it's just not your future? I, oh, stop it. Stop it. I'm sure it's not because I walk outside. I almost get blinded. And I've actually lost my sunglasses recently. I got to get my hands on a pair of Shady Rays because all I hear about is how great Shady Rays are. And not only do they look good, do they feel good? Are they polarized? Do you feel nice walking around the city with your sunglasses on? Oh, they also have an incredible guarantee for you. If you don't love your Shady Rays, love them. You can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Guys, that's a lot of days that you can try it out and say, hmm, maybe I'm not feeling this. I'll tell you what. You're not going to feel that way. You're going to feel like a brand new person. You put on your Shady Rays. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, you guys, right now, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season just in time for when you got to buy some gifts. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars. But get this, over 250 thousand people that's big 12 country right there it's 250,000 big 12 fans that are all gonna be supporting. in ames iowa baby oh, rocking man. their shady Is there even 250,000 people in ames iowa I, just, no way, I, I actually just looked it up uh 66,000 people in ames yeah. iowa. There, so, <laughs> there are more people that support shady rays than live in ames iowa it's crazy that is absolutely insane continuing our conversation though on the Big 12, there was somebody that brought it up earlier, kind of surprised that the Big 12 with 16 teams opted not to go with a pod system or a division system. This is what the Big 12 press release said. So during the four years, all teams will play one another at least once home and away. Some matchups will occur over three seasons, while others take place in all four. Matchups in 2024 that were also played in 2023 will not repeat at the same site. Now, the conference looked to maintain the current 5-4-4-5 home away rotation for all 16 members to minimize non-conference scheduling disruptions. Other important factors were balancing annual travel by distance and time zones, as well as maintaining connectivity to rivalries without compromising a balanced rotation for all teams. Now, when Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado first up and joined the Big 12, there was a lot of discussion that maybe it would be an east-west or a north-south. You'd get two eight-team divisions or pods, whatever you want to call it. The conference opted not to go that route. Are you at all surprised that we're not looking at it that way and it's just kind of one whole slate of teams? Not really surprised. I don't really care either i don't know if that's like a weird thing but it wasn't exactly something i was sitting there like are they gonna do pods are they not gonna do pods yeah. like it's it's fine it's a new conference there's a ton of new teams joining i think they're just gonna try to figure some stuff out see what works for them give it a couple years i mean <laughs> they've been at the forefront of like evolving and yeah. making sure that they get out ahead of things so if they sit there after one season two seasons and say mm, this isn't working I wouldn't be surprised for them to go and actually change it in the long run, but maybe for basketball, yeah. I would I would expect a little bit more. But for football, everybody's going to play everybody. There's so many teams. You're going to get a little bit of everything. I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal. Maybe I'm being ignorant, but that's just me. So this is this is my two cents on the whole thing. Is I've always been like when it 
my football experience has always started with the NFL. It's always gone from the NFL downwards in terms of like how things should go, right? I think the NFL has it right with the draft. I think they have it right with conferences. I think they have it right with divisions. And I think college football, with the current way that everything is trending in terms of we're starting to collapse some of these conferences, um, like we were at five and now we're at a power four, right? How long until another one dissolves into the SEC or the Big Ten or back into the Big 12, right? So as these conferences get bigger, I think it is only going to make things more confusing down the stretch when we get to New Year's Six games, when we get to CFP, because you have those automatic bids, you have those championship games. I feel like it would make sense the more teams you get at this point, even if you're not going into four by four pods, which I'm not opposed to, I think at least separating the conference down the middle and being like, okay, we've got eight teams in the East, eight teams in the West. Whoever the top team in the West is, whoever the top team in the East is, you will play in the conference championship game. Whoever wins that gets the auto bid to the CFP, right? And then go from there in terms of, okay, this team was runner-up. Do they have a spot in the like the, the 12th seed of the CFP, right? It, at least for me, it separates it as opposed to like, okay, we've just got 16 teams. Some of these teams don't get the luxury of playing, you know, some of the bottom half of the conference or in terms of trying to boost their strength to schedule. They don't necessarily get to play like a Utah or a TCU every single season. So it makes it a little bit more tricky. But I feel like if you have things separated by divisions, at least two eight-team divisions, there's an understanding of year over year, okay, these are the teams that we have to compete with. These yeah, I mean, yeah, it, ma- it makes with. sense. I, I think you do kind of get out ahead of that when you're releasing the 2027 yeah. schedule in 2023. And I, I, at the same time, like, yeah, you can have East versus West and you can have them face off. You can also just take top two teams in the conference, right? And you can avoid something to where the Big 12 West has like three really good football teams and the Big 12 East has zero. Yeah, And then there's, you know, and ASU and somebody else are facing off. It's like, oh, why is one person in this when this other team isn't? You kind of avoid the ugliness of that. Yeah. But at the same time, no matter which way you put it, there are problems that could potentially like surface, right? If you just keep it all willy-nilly and there's no pods and there could be some chaos, it's not as organized. Teams maybe don't feel as comfortable where they are and who they're playing. Or if you separate them, then there might be a division of talent that is not great and yeah. could not be a great look for the conference yeah no that's absolutely fair if they did go to an eight team division are there any teams that you would specifically want to see arizona state have to play i think they would have i think they'd have to do the other three former pac-12 schools just off of positioning and yeah. that leaves what four other schools? that leaves probably all the texas schools right because if you're because if you're doing it by region then you're you're kind of eliminating asu going and i, I want to see ray anderson in, in uh, morgantown that's my he doesn't want to see himself that's there. my number one thing that i would like to see which is going to take uh, a little bit of time i believe for him to get out there i think they pushed it yeah they're not letting uh, ray anderson go to morgantown until 2027 when people forget 2027? about his comments 2027 yeah they put they pushed it back what I think year are we in 2023 so believe it or not bro i'm gonna be 30 i'm gonna oh my f- well, I'm gonna, de- I'm gonna let you deal with dude. that. I'll let you deal with that. Thirty uh, is not that bad. <laughs> Are you thirty, Danielle? Thirty-one. That's crazy. I feel like you're twenty-five, twenty-six, just like the rest of us. Oh 
God. You okay? No, I'm sad. No, that's crazy, man. It's not that it's bad. Crazy. I can. Just, I can your, I'm having a midlife your, crisis on back. this fucking Your show. back always hurts. That's my it. back hurts now. Oh, yeah, I can't. Four years. I'm not gonna. It's gonna it's be worse. Gonna, it's not gonna get any better. I can God. tell you that. But it's not that bad. I, I can see the I tears in Toadtree's eyes. I was in your shoes. It's not that bad. I'm gonna cry, dude. Do we need to end the show? Are you? I'm okay? gonna cry, bro. That's man. brother. We need to get you an OG. We'll see what happens. That's what we need to do. We'll see what happens in four years with Ray Anderson. Obviously. Should be interesting. Will Ray and here's a, here's a fun here's a fun little bet. Will here's Ray a future here? bet. Will Ray Anderson actually get to go to Morgantown? Oh man, that's a good question. If he makes it through this year, I think he'll make it through this year. I mean, that's, this, see, this, see this, low tone component says Ray shouldn't be here in 2027. Well, he might not need to be here right now, and he still is. So I don't know how. Um, I don't know what it would take. Like this pro, the football program and basketball program would have to be atrocious for Ray to get fired. I think um, they can continue to be average, and I don't think Ray will get moved just based off of what I've heard and what I've seen. Um, so. I mean, if he, if he doesn't get fired now, and ASU football re- well there revamps be- and and ASU basketball is on the right track, like then all there there's lots of success in in, in the non major sports. Does Ray see Morgantown? I think that's interesting because I, I like look. Okay, what's more likely, Ray Anderson to make it to 2027 as the AD at ASU to go travel to West Virginia, or Dion being in Boulder still in 2025? <laughs> uh, you had to put money down. Okay, actually, so, screw money. So, Your life's on the line. So Ray in 27 or Dion in 25? Correct. I'm going Ray in 27 as the I think more likely. As more likely because okay. because. Ray Anderson's not leaving this job under his own will. He is one of the highest. I think yeah. he's what? Is he the second he's highest? Top five. He's one of the highest paid ADs in the entire country. He's not good. Nobody's, first of all, nobody's going to pay him anymore. So he's mm. not going to go anywhere else. He's not leaving on his own accord. He might get pushed get out the door. Pushed out the door. Dion's not getting fired, but Dion is much more likely to leave for brighter pastures. Because that, I, you hear about how he talks about his offensive lineman. You think he's not going to talk about that way with Colorado in two years when he sees the resources that he could have at an SEC school? Yeah. I, it's, it's unfortunately right. It's Ray. It's Ray. I'm going to go. I'm with you. I think Ray probably is still the AD in 2027. Uh, I don't think Dion is the coach at CU in 2025, especially if they have a really good year in next season. Uh, then for sure it is. What if he is? What if he what is? What if Dion's just at Colorado for like the next decade? I mean, sure. Uh, that would surprise would be, me. They'd probably be the best team in this conference. I would say. Him. I would say if you told me a decade from now that Dion Sanders is still the head coach at Colorado, I would say then Florida State has won four national championships because that's the only way that I see him but eventually I, look, going if, to Florida State. If if Dion over the next two years really builds something in Colorado, yeah, basically creates a recruiting train that's so easy he doesn't necessarily have to do anything except for be Dion Sanders. That's what he's done to this point. But that's what I'm saying is like, but it's year one. You give him a couple years where it's like, okay, he's just getting five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Boulder's a nice place to live. I mean, yeah, I don't know. They've I, given what, him the Colorado's bad? record right now. I don't know. I have not been keeping up with Colorado. I'm just saying Nick Saban's getting up there in years. And Nick there's Saban no likes Dion's Dion's going, There's no way. They do the, uh, they do the commercials together. They're, no yeah, they're in the commercials. Yeah, yeah they no do the way. insurance commercials together. They're four and four. 
like they're not but it's, it's but it's 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 your it's your one right it's the same thing you talk about it with kenny like and everybody kind of got out ahead of it really fast because colorado beat up on some pretty garbage teams early on in the season but these things they take time whether you're dion whether you're kenny whoever you are like you cannot go in and take a college football program that is that bad in Colorado's case or has been dealt the hand that ASU has and turn that around in a year. It's just, it's not how this thing works. Yeah, that's fair. I just hate the fact that everybody's like, oh, Dion's built a powerhouse. Now they've won one game since mid-September and it's November 1st and everybody's still got red knees because of Dion. Like, what do we, like, I just don't get it. I really, really don't understand it at this point. Like, yes, they were a one-win football team last year that's not the case this year i get it it's just i don't know I, every time we, we we get sidetracked by dion or at least i do mark harris in the chat rays in his late 60s so he might retire by 27 that is true that is another uh way to look at the situation and as it, the last comment i will say about dion is you don't know what happens when shiloh and shador are done at cu uh you don't know if he wants to continue coaching at that point or if he wants to maybe do something else. Dion's done a million and five things throughout his career. Who's to say that he is not going to go maybe enter the booth and do that afterwards? Like there are plenty of things that Dion, Coach Prime Sanders, could do other than coaching. We'll see if he's here in 2025 when Arizona State heads to Boulder to take on the Buffs. But in the meantime, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Gila River. They are one of our newest partners, and we are excited to partner with Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Arizona's biggest and best resorts and casinos. They have this lovely giant thing called the Million Dollar Big Red Showdown at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Wild Horse Pass, and all of their other lovely resorts and casinos. You guys can sign up for Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Million Dollar Big Red Showdown. Stay in the game and get rewards. It really is that easy they've got weekly pickums went up to a thousand dollars free bonus play every single week and not to mention they have monthly drawings on the 5th of november december 3rd as well for cards tickets memorabilia free bonus play prop cards for select football games guys visit gila million dollar showdown.com to get in on the action for more information on gila river resorts and casinos and all they have to offer head to play at gila.com we're doing some live shows out there as well, and yes. uh, all all Cardinals uh, home games. And I was there last Sunday. It's a really cool setup. They got Top Golf Swing Suite in there for they got pitching too. Yeah, they they they've got everything you need. So make sure you you kind of stay tuned on our socials, on our shows. We're gonna have lots of live events out there. They're a ton of fun. You can come talk to everybody, hang out, watch the shows live, and there's a bunch of TVs with every single game you could imagine. So definitely come and check that out. Whole vibe. But if you want to stay at home. You want to be comfortable in your home. Absolutely. And sometimes that's not just your furniture. Sometimes that has to do with your floor. And that's why we're excited to be partnered with Empire Flooring. Now, Empire today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, there are people out there who try to do what Empire today does. They just don't do it the same. They can't beat them on their quality, on their service, or on their speed. They won't promise the lowest prices because anyone who does that is just putting something on your floor they don't care about. They're yanking they're just gonna, your chain. They're going to gonna check the box, right? Yeah. You're going to go buy some food. You don't want to just say, hey, what's the cheapest, right? Absolutely. You, you want to say, hey, what's what am I going to get quality for? What am I going to be able to actually like dig my teeth into? And that's what Empire Today is. Not only is it easy, not only is it quick, not only is it convenient, they're good at what they do. Plus, they have this whole like 
floor visualizer, you can go out to their website, empiretoday.com slash PHNX, and you can look at a floor visualizer where you can say, hey, how would this look in my house? It makes renovating your floors so easy. Literally so easy. So once again, empiretoday.com slash PHNX. You can schedule a free in-home estimate today. Like it's going to happen soon. You want this now? You're going to get it now. That's why it's called Empire Today. All listeners can receive, get this, $350 off when they use promo code PHNX. Some restrictions do apply, but you can see empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. Tony in the chat, you're going to have to... uh... You're going to have to just call and find out, buddy. That's that's on you. You're going to have to call and see what happens. But you kind of teased it, Eric. It's, you know, it was the news of the evening. Not the Arizona Diamondbacks. Not all of the trades during the NFL trade deadline. Not the Phoenix Suns. Not Victor Wembenyama dressed as Slenderman. Not anything that went on with the NHL. But at a at a late hour... Last night, about midway through my OG's experience in my bed, a tweet from none other than Shefty himself pops up, and this is what it says. Sources, Raiders are planning to name linebacker coach Antonio Pierce as their interim head coach. Now, this followed the news that the Davis family and the Las Vegas Raiders were parting ways with their head coach, Josh McDaniels, and their general manager, and none other than former Arizona State defensive coordinator, former linebacker coach, former recruiting coordinator, which if you know, you know, is now the interim head coach for an NFL franchise, the Las Vegas Raiders. While in Tempe, there's a self-imposed bull ban because of alleged recruiting violations, and there is still yet to be any news on the NCAA investigation about those alleged recruiting violations yet antonio pierce he's got the keys to the silver and black and herm edwards himself gets to talk about it all week long on a comfy little chair at espn studios are you kidding me are you kidding me if you're listening on audio right now i would just recommend jumping to this point over on the youtube video even if you just watch for this 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 segment because I I need you to see my face right now. I or probably just look in the mirror because yeah, we're all I, you're making probably the same making thing. the same face as me. Like Megan in the chat saying, "What the hell are the Raiders doing?" Like it. What the hell are the Raiders doing? What is this? Like what? Okay, first of all, it makes sense because it's a Raiders. Let's get that out of the way. Let's just put it out there. Mark Davis doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Whatever. It is still an NFL franchise. This guy is. Like the, the sanctions haven't even been handed down yet. The investigation's not even complete yet. The fact that he's working in the NFL period is crazy. Let alone the fact that, hey, we just fired a head coach because we hired somebody that was incompetent. Hmm, let's have you lead our franchise. What? It just what? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't I had two emotions when I saw this news. First off, I laughed my ass off because I'm a Chargers fan. So the fact that the Raiders wanted to dive into this experience and have Antonio Pierce at the helm, I just couldn't help but laugh. Maybe part of that was the OGs. But the second one, after my immediate laughter was silenced, was what are they doing? I get the idea that the Raiders suck, that they are horrible this season. And you're like, well, 
Could it get any worse? Well, just ask Arizona State. He was the recruiting coordinator, and they were investigated for recruiting violations. Hello? Does anybody see the problem there? Anybody at all? No? You don't? Well, what are we doing? Well, like, why? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. And the fact that Herm Edwards is going to be talking about this all week on ESPN blows my shit. What are we doing? We just, anybody can be the coach? Anybody? That's all it takes? Why don't you pull Kiko Alonso out of retirement and maybe make him the head coach? What are we doing? Patrick Willis, Ray Lewis? NFL, like, supreme Hall of Fame linebackers? No, you want a disgrace coach in Tempe? That's what you want to lead your franchise? You fucking, you're awful. That's horrible. Do you have any OGs left over? No, actually, I finished the bag yesterday. I think you need a new yeah. bag. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a group of people in our office who had to come in and make sure, like, I didn't upset you or something. <laughs> <laughs> because man, I had, to, like, I had to like plug my ears. John Boy's like, here. Everybody's over here. I love it. Love it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got people. It's look. That's how bad this is, man. That's how bad this is. And uh, Ralph in the chat saying he has two competing thoughts. Uh, one saying that he's a good coach. Which look, there there was a time we were talking about a pre-show. All three of us. People were excited about Antonio Pierce succeeding Herm Edwards at ASU. Like that was a conversation that some people were like, wow, that, that would be, that would be great. Obviously things have changed. He, he is a good coach, but also should never be in charge of anything is great because look, if you can't follow simple rules in a time period where rules are like extra enforced, maybe you shouldn't be the one who's leading somebody. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Ralph in the chat. He should not have been in charge of Long Beach Poly. He should not have had all the power at ASU. Facts. He also should not have been in charge of making sure Polexico Burris didn't shoot himself in the leg. Oh my god, dude. I just, I, I really can't believe it. I mean, props to Antonio Pierce for the career jump. Going from Long Look, Beach on Poly a, on a personal level, to the Raiders head coach. Yeah, congrats, man. Like... Sure, like, I'm never going to root for somebody not to succeed. I'm never going to root for somebody's personal downfall. That's, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Hey, I'll be honest. I'm not as good of a person as Eric. It really depends who you are. If you're a shit person and you did me wrong, I might root okay. for your downfall. Okay, fair. Herm I Edwards, I'm a... You shouldn't have a job. You should not have a job. Some people I don't root for their success. And uh, I would say Herm Edwards falls under that category. And I would say... Antonio Pierce, it's more of just like a confusing move to me. It's wait, 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 wait. Sorry to interrupt. Please. I, I just got to get this straight. Do it. So there, let's say somebody wrongs you. Okay. You are you. You obviously won't root for their success, but you won't root for their downfall either. Okay, look. If it's like personal, like if somebody like went out of their way in like my personal life and like tried to put me down, like it's beef. Like it's beef. Like I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I'm, but, I'm not. I'm not like a saint. Over but you're here. rooting. You're yeah. You're rooting for their downfall. Yeah. 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 If, okay. If like, I just wanted to make sure. If, I'm it's saying, per, hey. if it's like personal, personal, like it takes. It takes a lot. A lot of times for me, I'm just like, you know what? Like I'm just like not gonna give you that mental energy. We're not gonna think about you anymore. Like go off into your life. Whatever you do is not gonna affect me. But if what you're doing directly affects me. And then we got a little bit of different beef. And, and when it comes to sports, when it comes to ASU, like uh, like obviously, like you care a lot, right? And, and you want the best. And when somebody comes in 
and they do something stupid and it screws them over. That's frustrating. But I don't think Antonio Pierce is a bad person and I don't think he's a bad football coach. I certainly don't think he's qualified to be the head coach of the Raiders. I don't think he should be. But it's just more of like a, okay, like, sure. Let, I'll sleep fine tonight, but Mark Davis won't in a couple months. Yeah, Except for that's they, fair. Might, they might also just be trying to get a good pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm they not. They might not care. I'm not like losing any sleep over this. And my frustration isn't, it's not me. It's not fan related. It's it has nothing. I could, I could care two, two shits about that. I give a shit about the fact that it affects 18, 19, and 20 year old kids who oh, have, yeah. who did nothing wrong, yeah. who weren't even a part of this program. And have to suffer the consequences of the coaching staff prior to them. Bees brings it up. He blames Herm more than Pierce. And now, while that is true at the end of the day, right? Herm was the head coach. It, Pierce is second fiddle. He was the recruiting co- coordinator, the associate head coach, the linebacker coach, co-defensive coordinator. Like he absolutely is partially at fault for for all this whole thing. And let's be real. Like I'm, I'm convinced Herm didn't necessarily know any of the recruiting rules in general. Either he didn't know them or he just didn't give a shit about them. But as a recruiting coordinator, that's on Antonio Pierce to understand what is going on with recruiting. And if you are being investigated by the NCAA for recruiting violations, that is on the head coach, that is on the recruiting coordinator. Like that is just plain and simple how that goes, at least in my personal uh, opinion and Ralph brings it up. That good pick is gonna be Jaden Daniels. Yeah, it, Ralph had quote retweeted one of his other tweets last night saying, um, I guess the initial tweet was Jaden Daniels is gonna make a great Las Vegas Raider, and this was like years ago that he had tweeted Oh my it god. Out. And he quote retweeted it saying like the prophecy is being fulfilled or something. I mean and honestly in my honestly I'm here my, for it. Again, as a Chargers fan, like I get sure. Bring them all. Send them all to to Las Vegas, sure. Let him go. Antonio Pierce, there's no shot in my mind. Let me actually... This apparently is a Las Vegas Raiders show. <clears throat> I want to see who the Raiders have, re- like, the rest on their schedule to see if it would make any sort of sense what they would have to do to actually keep him at that spot. So they got the Giants. That's a winnable game. Uh, and don't forget, Aiden McConnell is now the starting quarterback. Jimmy G has been benched. They've got the Jets on primetime. Then the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Vikings, the Chargers. Oh, my gosh. There is a gauntlet from November 12th through December 25th for the Raiders. They have the Jets at home. They're on the road to taking up to, to the Dolphins. They're at home against the Chiefs. They're at home against the Vikings, which is less of a threat now, but still. They are at home against the Chargers and then on the road against the Chiefs. Can't wait for that Sunday night Raiders Jets game. Oh Aiden McConnell versus Zach Wilson, ladies and gentlemen. It's what we all want. Oh my it's God. what we all want. I, I will say though, like back to your point about like the kids like being impacted by this. It it is bullshit that there's a bull ban and there are players who are on the team now who have paid more consequences for what Herm Edwards, Antonio Pierce, and that staff has done than the actual staff who went out and did and made those alleged violations that that doesn't sit right with me like that needs to be obviously corrected but it's we don't live in a fair world and we live in a world where the people who can orchestrate those things who could be in charge of those things and will be probably at the head of something that's going to be a big deal and a big negative for asu football the fact that they can go and they can like 
push their careers up off of this and like land somewhere cushy, whether it is a television job, whether it is a head coaching job in the NFL. It sucks that the players who are playing for ASU right now who had nothing to do with it, like they, they lose that opportunity. And sure, it's it's a self-imposed bowl ban this year and it's they're not going to make a bowl anyway, so it kind of makes sense. But at the, at the same time, like it's deflating. And like these are kids who, whether you think they can make it to the NFL or not, they have a dream and they're trying to accomplish oh, yeah. it. And they're also trying to make their money in college right now with NIL. And the more you hamper the program, the more you hamper the future of people who literally had nothing to do with it. So it's a balance of being upset with what they did and wanting to hold them accountable, but then also understanding that it's like, I don't think I'm going to root for Antonio Pierce not to succeed. I'm just going to think it's kind of BS when he gets to go off and do all of this and everybody else kind of has to pay for his actions. That's stupid. Yeah, Bees subs it up perfectly with Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff failed upwards. It happens. What do you mean? Cliff was great. He was awesome. He was no. amazing. Perfect coach. No. I he love was high level dog analysis. Shit. Like, we just have to execute better. I he mean, what was, more did you ask for? He was shit. He was bad. He wasn't good. I'm kidding. He I sucked. know. I know. I he know. He sucked. Yeah, he was horrible. <laughs> Let's be real. He was pretty bad. Uh, USC suffering from, I guess Cliff doesn't do anything with the defense, but maybe just having him in house that has affected the. USC defense. The vibes. Yeah, it's affected the vibes over at SC. One thing with Antonio Pierce being the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, um, I'm going to be fading them every single Sunday, every single Monday that they play, every single Thursday that they play, every single game for the rest of that tenure, whatever you want to call it. I'm fading the Las Vegas Raiders, and I'm doing it on the BetMGM Sportsbook app, guys. They've still got a phenomenal offer for you guys where you are getting free money and it is super super easy to sign up and get that offer download the betmgm sportsbook app on ios or android or visit betmgm.com sign up with code phnx and sign up and deposit at least ten dollars into your newly created account place a wager in the amount of at least ten dollars at standard odds price a qualifying bet and once you have placed a qualifying bet you're going to receive two hundred dollars in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager i know i said that i'm going to be fading the raiders every single sunday and i mean it but i'm doing that in a straight money line that's by itself my bet mgm parlay pick of the week Going to keep it pretty simple for you guys. Now, if the first leg hits tonight, I feel really, really good about the rest of it. I do have the Diamondbacks money line. Look, I think whether Texas is going to win this series or not, I think they probably take it in Texas. I don't think they close it out here in Arizona. So I think the Diamondbacks get a second win of the series tonight to send it back to Texas. Now, if that hits, I'm feeling great about the rest. I got Washington money line at USC, and I got Notre Dame taking it over Clemson. That right there, that little juicy three-legger is plus 410. Throw in $100, you're going to end up walking away with like $510. So definitely go check out the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX like we talked about. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. And like we said, you guys are going to receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Go ahead and check out the show notes for full details 
And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Oh, I totally forgot to do the Ontario thing, to be honest with you. Damn. Sorry, Sean. Sorry. I don't remember all things, all days. Bees in the chat. Use the Zodiac chart with those Antonio fades. Toe tree. I might have to, man. I might have to. That is going to do it for today's PHNX Sun Devil Show. But before we get out of here, a couple of little things. Do Bobby Hurley a solid. Hit that like button. He's begging. He's pleading. For a like, and we are now officially seven days away from Arizona State basketball's first game of the Let's season go. taking place next week. Of course, we will be live for a post-game show for that game and plenty of the others. Another thing, go become a diehard. Head over Why to not? gophnx.com. Sign up. It is a super cheap and affordable membership. Not to mention you guys are going to get a free PHNX shirt once a year with that diehard membership we have some phenomenal merch on the locker that you guys can go check out look including at that. that new devin booker release go check it out make that your free shirt we've also got hats and a dope part about signing up is you are going to get access to our diehard discord chat you're going to be a part of this phnx community that is not like anything else out there I promise. Uh, can I say can I say something about go that? Ahead, I'm like ahead. I'm 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 new to this stuff. I'm 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 new to PHNX. It's just a couple weeks in here, but I had heard about the Discord before. It is genuinely the best place if you are looking to just talk about your favorite teams in a non like toxic and a productive like environment that can still be funny and yeah. you can also talk like with all of us like you're not just sitting there talking with other diehards. You are talking with us. We might ask you for ideas on the show. We like just being in there is by far and away the best place to talk about sports. You can even consume it during the games. Everybody's live in there, active. Is it that's worth the membership alone, in my opinion? But then you get the shirt. Plus, you're gonna probably get get discounts when we have these yep. live events. You're gonna get uh, when we have like giveaways. You're gonna get some special stuff with that. It's it's kind of all encompassing, and it's something that we're adding on to as days go by. So if you get in now, you're gonna get more than the day that you sign up. So. Just, just, just do it. Be a diehard. Come hang out with us. Like, come have some fun. It's, it's really that simple. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and do us a favor by going and becoming two. a diehard. Guys, if you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at phnx underscore sun devils. You can follow me on social at anthony underscore tochi. You could follow the man to my right over here at Eric Ruby. Eric with a K, That's not right. a C. You can follow DJ Danielle at Abraca Danielle on social Banger media, angle. and we will be back. Friday with a live show for you at 12:30 a potential special guest for that show. You are certainly going to want to be ready. Turn on the reminder, turn on the notification because if you're an Arizona State basketball fan, LTC Bs, everybody else, you are going to want to tune in on that Friday episode. Two things before we get out of here. As always, go Devils and peace. <laughs>